0: this evening to 1 Corinthians chapter number 3 and verse number 10. 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 10. Paul says this, according to the grace of God which is given unto, you, unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. Let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Christ, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward any man's work shall be burned he shall suffer loss but he himself shall be saved yet so as by fire i want to talk to you for a few minutes this evening and as a title for this evening i want to ask you a question and that is what are you building with what are you building with father thank you for another opportunity to encounter your presence fellowship with you as we while we may be in different locations, we are fellowshipping with you with our brothers and sisters of light, precious faith. And I, I thank you, God. And I trust and believe that again this evening your presence has settled down upon our homes and our families and and you brought that reassurance, God, that comes from only you. God, I pray this evening that you would speak to us, Lord. And I I pray that as we continue in this season we're in, that there would be, there would be some deep things, God, that are accomplished in our lives individually that, that your spirit does during this time. God, that this, this would be a season we would be able to look back on individually, Lord, and recognize some things that developed in us, some, some things that you did in our lives that, have, that will have a lasting impact. Speak to us this evening, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Let me, uh, as I normally do, I guess, read to you a a couple of other translations just to give a little more uh, flavor of of what is being said here. The uh, Living Bible says there are various kinds of materials that can be used to build on that foundation. Some use gold and silver and jewels, and some build with sticks and hay or even straw. There is going to come a time of testing at Christ's judgment day, to see what kind of material each builder has used. Everyone's work will be put through the fire so that all can see whether or not it keeps its value and what was really accomplished. Then every workman who has built on the foundation with the right materials and whose work still stands will get his pay. But if the house he has built burns up, he will have a great loss. He himself will be saved, but like a man escaping through a wall of flames. And then the Message Bible says, verse 12, this way, Take particular care in picking out your building materials. Eventually, there is going to be an inspection. If you use cheap or inferior materials, you'll be found out. The inspection will be thorough and rigorous. You won't get by with a thing. Take particular care in picking out your building materials. I've used a few things already, analogies about the process we've been through in the last year. And as I stand in my home, it seems even a little more relevant than. The times I've used it when we've been together at church, but throughout this process, there there have been times where where we had to balance uh, this. We had to we had to try to balance between uh, cost and quality, and and uh, there, there were a few things that that uh, that there was a cheaper option, um, but maybe that cheaper option didn't have some of the guarantees of of some of the other options, and so uh while, while some things may may have been a little more expensive there was there was a guarantee that came with them there was a life expectancy that was on them that that was not on something cheaper and and so we, we had to try to balance that and 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 then also even in this process that we've been through there there are some things that you can you can go you can go cheaper on you can you can get as cheap of a of an option as you can and and you're not quite as worried about it because uh it's it's maybe it's not structural or or it's not um it, it's not something uh, uh, just for example some you know some flooring options you can you could go with some cheap flooring and if it doesn't last then then oh well but but you, you got a balance between the cost and 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 the ultimate cost <laughs> The the price that you may pay money wise, but ultimately the cost. I I, I think we have on uh, most of our on uh, for our automobile insurance. I think we've got a thousand dollar deductible, and that's really great for the six month premium, <laughs> because that brings the payment down. But that thousand dollar deductible is not real nice when you've got an issue that you've got to take care of, and 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 uh, I, the the. the the challenge that I feel this evening, and, and as I have already said, and uh, particularly in one of the videos the other day, for me personally, and I guess that's a lot of what I've been sharing is what the Lord has, I guess, kind of been either showing or dealing with me personally about, and, and again, I've, I've said many times, I know that doesn't automatically mean that's what you're supposed to teach or preach, but... To this point most of it has been things I ultimately felt like I was supposed to share with you but but there's just been so many things that that my my the I guess the the lens that I'm looking at those things through right now is very different than normal it's it's some of these verses that I have preached and taught in the last couple of weeks when when life is kind of going along as usual and everything is basically okay it's not that we aren't aware of them, and it's not that we don't try to live by them, but there's a different perspective on them. And I, I feel like one of the one of one of the many things that can be a benefit for us in this season is to see the value of making sure we are not cutting corners, if you will, in our relationship with God, in our walk with God, in the things that we are using to build on the foundation. That We've been given. I was trying to think this afternoon because I figured I'd probably use it this evening in the context of what I felt like the Lord had given me. It's probably been 20 years, I think. I think I could safely say it's probably been 20 years since I, for the first time, used one of my um, imitation watches uh, analogies. And, and just in case you're listening or watching and you've never heard me talk about it before, I, I have a couple of times, couple of times has been overseas, a couple of times in New York City, where I have I have purchased imitation watches. I knew they were imitations. I understood that, but uh there was enough vanity that was working in me, I I was willing to take the risk. And and the most notable one, as I've shared several times now, and and the last one that I purchased, and 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 I'm pretty much trying to make sure it's the last time I ever do it, but I'm not going to make any uh, proclamations that I'll never do this again because if I get in the wrong, I won't say the right, if I get in the wrong situation, I may do it again, but 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 the thing that was so <laughs> unique about the last time I did this is I was I was overseas and I and, uh, was with, the, it was actually the superintendent there in the nation that we were in, my wife and I were in, and I was there to preach and and uh, so the, I, the, the the topic of watches came up, and it it got my interest. And um, so the, the 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 superintendent said, well, you know, we can we can go to we can go to Chinatown, and and uh, they they got lots of watches. And so we went. And then when we got there, this is this is the thing that was different than any other time. I was I was told as we started looking around, some well, we want to go over to this area because that's the that's the better knockoffs that's the better imitation okay and we did and i went over there and i think up until that time the most i'd ever paid for a imitation watch which the one the the first one i had was a gucci watch which in the 80s a gucci watch was i mean that was the thing to have but then a couple of rolexes in new york city but this was a this was a brightling and uh it I mean, it looked great. It looked real. It looked just like the real watch. And, uh, I think I paid $70. I went a little higher because this was a, this was a good knockoff. <laughs> and so I figured this would last a little bit longer than my imitation Rolexes had lasted. And uh, I, I purchased it and I got home and, uh, literally I think within the first couple of weeks, I went to change the time, and the stem popped right out. And of course, there was no repairing it. There was no getting it fixed. I I know that with some things that uh, you know, sort of buying a, a a knockoff or an imitation is is uh, not may not necessarily end up being a waste of money. I mean, you can. You can get an imitation polo shirt, or you can get some other name brand imitation uh, shirts, pants, even shoes, uh, and, and so there are some things that that you know you, you you get the you get the imitation, you don't pay as much, and it's really not that big of a deal. But but there's a lot of other things that it's not worth the lesser price. That there really is a reason why the the name brand, and and I think in some areas probably of technology is one of those areas, uh, even tools. Um, I mean, you can go to the dollar store and, and you can buy hammers and screwdrivers and pliers and other tools, but they are not the same as as some of the more expensive ones that you would get at Home Depot or Lowe's or... Or some other tool place, and 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 eventually, with things like that, eventually, it it catches up. The idea that you 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 saved some money ends up catching up because because there's some quality that usually goes into the name brand. There there's some there's some things that are about the name brand that 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 are that are that that set it aside, set it apart from from the imitations. I I, I am I am concerned, and this is nothing new because of COVID nineteen. I I am concerned that for a while now we have we have been uh, in the process of being sold a a knockoff version of Christianity, a cheaper version. We we pay less of a price to get it. It doesn't. Cost us as much. But, but more importantly than the watches I've wasted money on, my salvation and my walk with God is not worth taking the risk that a lesser priced one is worth it. Barnes notes says that the stones that are referred to here and, and where Paul says about building uh, with, with precious stones Uh, and silver, precious stones, and gold. Barnes says that that these are not meant, the the gems, this is not, not in reference to the gems, which are esteemed of so much value for ornaments, but beautiful and valuable marbles. The word precious here means those which are obtained at a price, which are costly and valuable, and is particularly applicable, therefore, to the costly marble which were used in buildings. So, so we'll we we'll, we'll delve into this a little bit more here as we go along. But but when Paul's talking about um, gold and precious stones and 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 uh, silver, I think was the, uh, the third one. Uh, or yes, gold, silver, and precious stones. When when Paul is talking about this, he's not talking about it from the standpoint of of decoration. He's not talking about it from the the uh, the standpoint of of, um, of being gaudy. That you're you know you're decorating with gold and silver and, and all of these ornate things. The the reference to these, what Paul was talking about with these, was the it was the stability. It was the durability of these things that these were these are things these represented things that could withstand pressure they could withstand fire as it talks about that everything's going to be tested with fire and so so that's the context of what he's saying here the bible exposition commentary gives some some contrast between these two things so the one category being gold silver And precious stones. And then the other being the wood, hay, and the stubble. Gold, silver, and precious stones are permanent. Whereas the wood, hay, and stubble represent things that are passing or temporary. Gold, silver, and precious stones represent things that are beautiful. Whereas the wood, hay, and stubble represents ordinary, even ugly gold, silver, and precious stones represents materials that are valuable whereas the other represents materials that are cheap. And then the last contrast is the gold, silver, and precious stones represents things that are hard to obtain and the wood, hay, and stubble represents things that are easy to obtain. Jesus says, if you're going to follow me, you're going to come after me. The first thing you've got to do is you got to take up your cross. You've got to deny yourself. you got to take up your cross. And you got to follow me. There is this, uh, this idea of, of, of convenience that has become a part of, of Christianity today. That, that, that we, we, we organize what we do. We set schedules of what we do and how quickly we need to do them. Uh, and I mean that from the perspective of the church and ministry, because we we, we people are busy and people have things going on, and so we we've got to make it convenient. We've got to make it easy to obtain. The rich young ruler comes to Jesus, you know, and Master, what do I what do I need to do to obtain eternal life? And the Lord says, "Well, you need to keep the commandments. And which ones?" You know, honor your father and mother, don't lie, don't steal, whatever, names a couple of commandments and and the rich young ruler responds and said, "I've done all of that since I was young." But Jesus responds and says, "One thing you lack. One thing is missing. Go and sell everything you have Go and sell everything you have, give it away to the poor and come back and follow me. And the Bible says he went away sorrowful because he had too many possessions. He had great possessions. And and so he, he, he wanted something, but he wanted it for a, for a price that he had in that he had set. He he had put a price tag on what he was willing to pay to get eternal life. And denying himself and following Jesus without reservation was not the thing he had bargained for. I I don't really know what he was expecting. I I don't know what answer he was looking for. But obviously he was not looking for the answer he got because he turns and walks away sorrowfully. I ask you again, what what kind of materials are you building with? I believe that I'm I'm talking to some people this evening that that while these last couple of weeks have been challenging and and uh, maybe some of you perhaps are some of the ones that are you're you're dealing with some financial difficulties now but I believe I'm I'm speaking to some people this evening that in these last couple of weeks that that maybe in a way that that may it might even have it, it, it may have surprised you some as you have begin to get a better glimpse on the depth and the strength of the relationship that you really do have with God. Oh, I'm sure there's some that's on the other side of that coin that these last couple of weeks have caused them to recognize that, that yeah, maybe their relationship has been more built on the church and a church service and, and those types of things. And they're realizing, I, I don't think I have what I thought I had. but But again... I, I believe there's some of you that, that these last couple of weeks, again, not that it's been easy and not that perhaps you haven't had some moments of, 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 of struggles, of doubts, and maybe even some fears, but through all of this, you've, you've come to see that, that there really are some things you've invested yourself in. There, there's some things that you have given yourself to that you haven't cut corners with the materials you've been building your life on. Paul says it's going to be tested. Here is, and so you don't think that this is about pointing fingers per se at you. Ezekiel says something that I think applies to us today, that is a part of the issue that we face. That's Ezekiel 22, starting with verse 24. The Lord speaks to him, says, Son of man, say unto her, Thou art the land that is not cleansed nor rained upon in the day of indignation. There is a conspiracy. I've heard a lot about conspiracies the last couple of weeks. (laughs) I've heard a lot of supposition about COVID-19, conspiracies about that. I've heard conspiracies about what the government's trying to do and As I said, I think last Sunday morning, it may, it may not be true. I'll leave all that up to some of you to figure out. But the Lord says to Isaiah, there is, there is a conspiracy. But it's not the government. It's not, it's not those that are trying to produce a one world order. The Lord says the conspiracy is of her prophets in the midst thereof. Like a roaring lion ravening the prey, they have devoured souls. Again, this is not talking about the devil. This is not talking about uh, 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 the world. This is talking about, it says, her prophets. They have devoured souls. They have taken the treasure and precious things. They have made her many widows in the midst thereof. Her priests have violated my law. How have they done that? Because they have profaned my holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and profane, neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean, and have hid their eyes from Sabbaths, and I am profaned among them. If these verse if this verse ever applied to a day and time it applies today, when many prophets, if you will, have reached a place that they're not making a distinction between the holy and the profane, clean and unclean, what is right and what is wrong. Her princes in the midst thereof are like wolves ravening the prey to shed blood and to destroy souls to get dishonest gain. And her prophets have daubed them with untempered mortar, seeing vanity and divining lies unto them, saying, Thus saith the Lord God when the Lord hath not spoken. The easy to read version says verse 28 like this. The prophets don't warn the people. They cover up the truth. They are like workers who don't really repair a wall. They only put plaster over the holes. They're they're not really making a, a true change. They're... They're, they're not really, they're not really preaching and teaching for true transformation. They're just, they're, they're just covering up. They're making something look real. They're making something look, uh, uh, uh whole that is actually not. I, I have, um, come over the last 15 plus years or so with, um, some of the things I've done around my houses, some of the things I've built, I have become a great believer in caulk because you can cover up mistakes with caulk. You can uh, you can you can have some gaps in your cuts. Uh, you can you can have some some uh, some 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 of the mistakes that you just you you got wrong. That that you can you can use the caulk. And hide it. That to the casual observer, and and to a person that is just simply passing by, they are they, not going to recognize what's there. I my my respect over uh, throughout this time of building various things. My respect for those that 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 make uh, something out of wood and just stain it rather than paint it has has gone up immensely with every project. <laughs> That I've done because the precision that that takes—that you you, don't—you you've got to do it exactly right because you can't hide the mistakes. I I think that's that's kind of what what the Lord is saying to Ezekiel here in verse twenty-eight. We we make it look good, we we make it sound good, but we, we we're actually using wood, hay, and stubble. And again Paul says it will be whatever you build with will be tested. And it's going to be tested by fire he says and and that's why when you're doing the building when you're when you're doing the construction the temptation to count or to cut corners to save money is is so easy to give into. Let's look at one of the things Jesus said that also ties into this, and that's Matthew 7, verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name have done many wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and bare upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. I know there's not a lot of detail given in this brief parable that Jesus tells. But if you'll permit me to expound on it a little bit and uh, challenge you to use your uh, uh, imagination for a moment, if you will. What if, what if these two guys were neighbors? What if, what if the, uh, what if they're, the, uh, the lot that each of them was building on was right next door to each other? What if they started the process of building at the same time? If that was the case, or if we could, for the sake of this, presume that was the case, no doubt that the progress of the man that was building on the sand was much quicker than the one that was building on the rock. In fact, I can sort of imagine the guy that built his house on the sand, sitting on his front porch, drinking lemonade. Watching the guy next door, maybe halfway through his project at this point. And maybe even mocking him a little bit. Why, why have you taken so long? Look at me. Look at my house. I'm, I'm, it's finished. I, I'm now enjoying the benefits of the house that I have built. And the guy that built on the rock is still plugging away. He's still going about building his house the proper way. And so his his enjoyment of his labor is delayed. Maybe they finally got them both finished. And there was a period of time, perhaps, that they were both enjoying their houses until the storm came. And when the storm came, all of the toil and labor, all of the extra effort that the guy building on the rock had went through suddenly <laughs> becomes worthwhile. And the guy that had cut all the corners to hurry up and get it done the easy way now finds himself in the opposite position I've heard my dad make this point this way a number of times that it's not in the good times it's not in the good weather that we can see the difference in the foundations it's not until the storm comes it's not until adversity comes it's not until trials come that the foundation is revealed now, I know I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, get too specific with this per se. You and Jesus will kind of have to work it out on your own. But but I, I I think we can relate to what went on in in this passage. We can relate to that today because as believers, we can look around at some other believers that seem to be a little bit further ahead of us or. Enjoying a little bit more of the benefits than we have because we're, we're taking a little different path to get there. We're we're going a little different route. We're uh, we're digging a little deeper in the foundation. We're 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 buying a little more expensive materials. We're we're going through a little more effort to make sure things are properly done. I uh we we. Brother Brant Nielsen and Nielsen Construction did our addition, and I, I watched several times in the process as 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 Brother Brant Nielsen would come through and 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 with his very um, uh, skilled eye, experienced eye, he he would recognize some things that were off. There was there was uh, there was actually. Uh, one of the things it was an area that we it was already painted. I had already painted it and and everything it appeared to be done. And I came back and I look one day and 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 there's some painters and they're in there and and they're working and and I I'm looking and I I can't see anything and I have no idea. And so finally one day cross paths with, with with brother Brent and ask him and 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 he had recognized he had seen some things that were off and 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 so. <laughs> There, 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 we had been at this point of progress, but, but in some ways it seemed like we went backwards a little bit. But but he wanted to make sure things were right. I um I, I I I don't know how I decided or why I decided, but somehow, and I don't, I, it was never a conscious decision. But from the very beginning of putting things together. Uh, I, I decided to follow the directions. I, I realize that may not make me a real man because I guess uh, real men uh, don't follow the directions or so I've been told. So um, nevertheless, I, I, I've done that because I found out <laughs> that even at times when I have done my absolute best to go step by step by step, I've messed some things up. i I put some things on at the wrong time or I've, I've screwed some things too tightly at the wrong time and I've, I, I I had to go back and undo. But if I wanted the outcome, if I wanted what I was building to, to, to last, if I wanted it to accomplish what it was supposed to accomplish, the, the time it took me to back up and redo was worth it. I think we've got a probably a couple more weeks of this, unfortunately. And I trust that you've already had some time with you and Jesus throughout this, and, and there's been some some uh, uh, some some searching of your heart. But I, I want to challenge you this evening over these next couple of weeks. What what are you building with? Are you Have you decided to build your walk with God off of the cheap materials because it costs less, it's easier to do, they're easier to obtain, the the price is not the same? Or are you willing to pay the price for gold and silver and precious stones because you want something that's going to withstand whatever test may come? I've already used the verse several times in the last couple of weeks. But Job said, I I, I can't find him. But when I come through this, I, I've searched for him. I can't find him. But when he has tried me, I will come forth as gold. I, I think you can connect that to what Paul is saying here. Job was saying that when I get through this, I am going to be and I'm going to have something that's going to last Many Christians, or so, so-called Christians, have been Christians when it was convenient, when it was easy, when when everything was going well. But when adversity comes, because they're not willing to pay the price, they they haven't they haven't gone through the 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 the, uh, the, the effort, the toil to build with the right materials. What they have doesn't last. Another verse that I've used several times in the last couple of weeks, but here it is again this evening, 1 Peter 1, verse 7. That the trial of your faith. I know I've pointed this out many times, but I'm going to do it again this evening. I, I, I've tried to make sure I understand to the best of my ability what this verse is saying. And from my study of it, as is, is in-depth as I've been able to get, Again, I want to remind you, this is not saying that your faith is more precious than gold, which no doubt it is. But Peter says the trial of your faith, the testing, the proving of your faith, the thing that is showing you that your faith is real, that is more precious than gold. Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory, At the appearing of Jesus Christ. The living Bible says it this way. These trials are only to test your faith. To see whether or not it is strong and pure. It is being tested as fire tests gold and purifies it. And your faith is far more precious to God than mere gold. So if your faith remains strong after being tried in the test tube of fiery trials... It will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day of his return. We go back to those those two categories that that Paul mentions, the the gold, the silver, and the precious stones, and then we contrast that with the wood, hay, and the stubble. Those, Those two categories respond completely different to fire. Wood, hay, and stubble. Is destroyed, it's consumed by fire. It loses all of its identity, it loses its value from the fire. But gold, silver, and precious stone, not only are they not destroyed by fire, they are purified by the fire. They become more valuable when they go through the fire. I, I believe with all of my heart that when we get through this season that we're in, there's a bunch of us that are going to come through with a faith that has been tried and proven, with, with a faith that has been put to the test. And it wasn't. it's not going to be destroyed by fire, but it's being purified, and it's being strengthened by the fire. Paul says this in Philippians 4. Not that I speak in respect of one. He said, I'm not saying this because I have a need. I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Now, this next verse, you know, it's it's one of those very famous verses, and and it was the the the, the uh, famousness, if that's a word, of this verse was was increased years ago by by Tim Tebow, for one. He put his, I don't know what you call them, but the, those those. Uh, Lines or whatever on some football players away wear for, for uh under his eyes, and his would say Philippians 4 13. That verse, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do all things. We we that verse, what a great verse, and man, that verse gets used. People use that. Out. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I, I don't know if he really meant it this way, but I, this, so this is just my perception. But my perception of what Tim Tebow was saying was, I can throw touchdown passes through Christ, which I can, I can run through the defensive line through Christ, which strengthens me. Maybe that's not what he meant, but in the context of the football game, that's how I took it. <laughs> but notice... Notice when Paul says I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me, the verse before that gives us the context. When Paul says I can do all things, what he's saying is I can be abased or I can be abounding. I can be, I can be in need or I can have everything I want. I can do either one through Christ. I can be at church on Sunday night with all of you wonderful people having a great time or I can be in my home talking to a camera right now. Huh. You, you you can have a job making all kinds of money or you may have a, you may have to cut back right now because of the financial difficulties. I can do all things through Christ. When you build with the with with gold and silver and precious stones, you can say I can be a base or I can be abounding. I can be in need, or I can have more than I want. I can do it all through Christ. Let me also, let me take you back to verse 11 for just a second. I think there's an extremely important word in the context of these verses that I just read. He said, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned. Learned. I have learned. I want you all to get that word in your mind. I want you all to have that word branded in your mind. Right? I have learned. What does learning imply? Part of what learning implies is trying and failing. Learning means I attempted it. And sometimes I succeeded. Sometimes I failed. Think about the things that you have learned how to do. Some of you listening right now have learned certain trades, certain skills. Some of you are experts in some areas of of your work or of a hobby, perhaps. But you didn't start there. The first time you went to build something, the first time you went to fix something, the, the first time you went to cook something, You didn't get it perfectly right. You tried again and you tried again and you tried again. You learned. You learned. I I, I want you to get that. Because sometimes we are in the process of learning and the enemy uses our mistakes and our failures against us. But Paul said, Paul didn't say... I am just automatically know. I automatically know how to be abased and how to abound. I automatically know how to be full and to be hungry. I, I automatically know. No, he didn't say that. He said, I have learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. I have learned that. I've learned that when I'm given the choice of Buying some cheap materials to build with that's going to cost a lot less versus having to pay a higher price for something, but it's going to last. He's saying, I've learned. Maybe he learned because of some of the mistakes and the failures, but he continued to try. Honestly, I'm not doing it on purpose. I just feel like the Lord keeps bringing them back uh, in different in different messages and, and and maybe trying to just re-emphasize it. I don't know, but I, I finish with these verses tonight that I read this morning and I've used already in the last couple of weeks. Isaiah 43 and 1. Thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. So we go back to the first couple of verses we read this evening. And Paul says, every man's work is going to be tried by fire the fire is going to show of what sort the work is the fire is going to reveal whether it's wood hay or stubble or whether it is gold silver and precious stones the prophet Isaiah said you're going to walk through the fire you will walk through the fire but it's not you will not be burned neither will the flame kindle upon you. I'm sorry, but if you've chosen to go the, the convenient, easy route and use wood, hay, and stubble, that verse is not going to apply. If you tried to go the cheap route because it's easier to obtain, because the price is less, the effort is less, You're not going to get through the fire without being burned. You're not going to make it through without the flame kindling upon you because those three things are very flammable. But if you've taken the time to build with gold, silver, and precious stones, that's why, that's how you can walk through the fire and not be burned can walk through the fire, and it's not going to kindle upon you. I personally don't believe that we are currently at this moment at the end of the world. I I don't think this is it. I think we're close. I think we're in the last days. I think we're in the last of the last days. But I I don't think COVID-19 is the thing that's going to end the world. But I hope, I hope not only the last four weeks, but whatever time is left in these sort of challenging times, I hope that either you will see from this season That you have been building with gold, silver, and precious stones. And that you will come through this season with the assurance that it's been worth the price that you've already paid. And that it's worth the price to continue to build with those things. The flip side is, I pray, that maybe... You've been seeing the last couple of weeks that you haven't been building with those things. You've actually been building with wood and hay and stubble and all of that is crumbling around you and you're seeing that your relationship with God is not as strong as it needs to be and your faith in God is not as solid as it needs to be and the fire that you're in right now is burning you and it's kindling on you. As I just said, I don't think this is the end of the world. And so the good news is, if you're in that second category, what a great opportunity to come through this and learn a valuable lesson. It's not worth cutting the corners. It's not worth finding the cheaper materials to build my walk with God, my relationship, my my structure on. Or with. That is costly as it is to do some things with the materials that are going to last, that in the end it is well worth the price. So I ask again what, what are you building with? What are you building with? Gold, silver, precious stones, or wood, hay, and stubble. Thank God we've got time to either shore up the gold, silver, and precious stones, or maybe we got to do a little bit of demolition from some things we've built with wood, hay, and stubble. But we've got time. To rebuild. I don't. uh, I'd like to do this in closing. Daniel, you'll come. Another one of the old songs that we sing. I think it fits in the context of this this evening. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary pure and holy and then that next part says tried and true tried and true with thanksgiving I'll be a living sanctuary say You said in your word, you remember our frame. You know that we're made from the dust of the earth. You you know our nature. You know our tendencies. I'm asking you to help us tonight, God, because you know that when life is going good, when things are going well, it's easy for us to try to use the wood, the hay, and the stubble because it's the cheap way to build. It's the quick and easy way to build. But as we're seeing, God, in this season that we're in, that the price that we must pay to build with things that last, when the testing comes, when the fire comes, when the trials come, that's when it is proven to be well worth it. So help us. God, I pray for those that are watching right now that they have been building with gold and silver and precious stones that, that you would let them be strengthened and encouraged tonight. That you would, you would bless them with fresh resolve that that's the way they're going to continue building. In Jesus' name. God, for those that maybe would acknowledge that they've been building their relationship with you, their walk with you, their faith off of wood and hay and stubble, the awesome thing is you've given us an opportunity to learn the value and the benefit of what we build with and so I pray that you give us a fresh start let us take this opportunity of this season that we're in to recognize that it really is worth it to build with materials that can withstand the fire that can withstand the tests in the name of Jesus Christ Help us to learn, God. Help us to learn whatever condition, whatever state we're in to be content. Help us to learn through this season that we're walking through right now. Help us to learn the lessons that you've got for us. The things you're trying to show us collectively, God, but then the things you're trying to show us individually. Let us come through this season having learned, having laid a hold of those lessons, God. Remainder of our lives can be impacted by it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. I will um, be updating you tomorrow afternoon at some point about our plan for Easter Sunday morning, uh, just so that you know the specifics of what we're going to do. Um, So you can be looking for communication for that. And um, as well as, again, about Thursday nights and what we're going to be doing. God bless you. Thank you for taking the time to join in this evening. I will continue to keep you in my prayers. And until we meet again, God bless you.